This is the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast, telling the story of Kosciuszko County through the eyes of those who have been here lifetimes and those who have just arrived. The mission of Clearly Kosciuszko is to craft a sense of place and pull all corners of our county together. The story of our community is ever unfolding and needs you. Each month, we'll talk with those involved in our community and invite listeners to play, learn, and grow alongside us. Now, the latest edition of the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast with your host, Jody Claypool and Ryan Martin. Welcome back to another Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. Broadcasting here once again from our new home. I keep calling it new home, Jody, but we've been here for a good little chunk of time now. Dream On Studios. We're in partnership with Dream On Studios. Also in partnership with Tippy River Adventures. Great time to get on the river. Uh, I've got a group on the river right now, Jody. I've got a group of seven kayaks on the river right now. I will be monitoring my phone, tracking where they are to get people dispatched to uh, pull them off. So Tippy River Adventures, ha- good to have them on board and visit Kosciuszko County. Uh, today, we're starting a brand new series in our Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. Let me see what it's called. I've told it's called A Life Well Lived in Kosciuszko County. Uh, apparently, we're focusing on activities and opportunities happening outside of our work lives. What is that? You have a life outside of your work life? Yeah. Uh, no. No. Yes, no. Yes. I don't. I don't know. It, it all blends together. It yeah. does. It yeah. does. But a life well lived looks at uh, different things for each person. Today, we're very excited, Jody. Jody Claypool, my co-host, by the way, on the podcast. Uh, Mark Connect is here, and Jody, I'm going to let you say the hard word. Mark is representing what? Chautauqua. 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 Did I get it? Yeah. Yes, you did. You were less yes. French than you do the first yeah, time. Yeah, when I first it. started out of the gate, it sounded pretty French. Uh, but Chautauqua Wawasee. So, uh, Mark, welcome. And uh, we want to just chat a little bit about what all of this is and honestly, why we should care when we're examining lives outside of our work lives. So, uh, let's, go, let's go to the softball, the low hanging fruit first. Uh, what is Chautauqua? Chautauqua is one of 19 North American Chautauqua organizations, all of which are focused on trying to bring culture to communities. And uh, we're located in Syracuse. We're trying to also bring programs to Warsaw and surrounding areas. We really want to focus on making the Syracuse region a great place to visit, live, work, and raise a family by providing programs in what we call four pillars, arts, education, faith, and recreation. So we have programs. Most of what we do, we strive to uh, offer at no cost and uh, so that anybody in the community can attend them. So we're a net-net. We're a 501c3 organization, uh, pretty much totally volunteer-driven, and uh, as well as donations from the community. So compare and contrast Chautauqua Wawasee and, and those four pillars and what you do with another uh, nonprofit group that is operating mostly in the arts here that everybody's familiar with, the, 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 the wagon wheel. So compare and contrast a little bit what, what you guys are doing versus what the wagon wheel has done, because uh, I, you're operating, at least in some play, cases, in kind of the same space. Interesting. So we don't have any program alone. We typically have partners and one of the partners that we've worked with and talked to, of course, is the Wagon Wheel. 
And we had for a Pops Festival for 4th of July, uh, not this year, but last year, we had the Symphony of the Lakes, which is the, uh, the Wagon Wheel organization. And so we continually talk to them, you know, what programs can we do together? And um, so we have found some common ground. I think they're trying to extend their footprint as far north in the county as they can. And that's why I think Syracuse and working together with them makes sense. So if, if the Wagon Wheel is one of your partners uh, and everything that you do generally deals with a partner, who else are you partnering with? How, what, what makes this tick? Uh, Chautauqua Wallace, who all, what are some other partners that you have? Uh, we do a number of programs with the Wallace uh, Syracuse Historical Museum. We do some with the library. We do some with the Wallace Property Owners Association. Uh, we do programs with the Wallace Area Conservancy Foundation, WACF, which has a goal to um, keep the water clean here in Kosciuszko County, along with the Lily Lakes and Streams organization. And um, so that's just to name a few. We do, we do programs with the library um, in Syracuse, and um, we may end up doing some also with uh, North Webster and also here in Warsaw. That's a pretty fantastic and eclectic collection of, of partners. We don't do anything alone. I mean, it's so much, it makes a heck of a lot more sense. You get more promotion value when, when your partners are working with you. Um, we get grant money from the Indiana Historical Society, and so we view them many times as a partner. And um, the Indiana Humo Humanities Organization as well. And um, we, the, we have every year a uh, what we call a patriotic speaker series, and this year, we had Abigail Adams and Martha Washington there, and for that, we promoted that through the SAR organization, Sons of the American Revolution, and also DAR, the Daughters of the American Revolution. And so it's, it's easy to find other organizations, really, that, that want to work with you. And, of course, I should mention uh, KCCF, which everybody here in uh, Kosciuszko knows well, the Community Foundation that provides uh, quite a bit of annual funding to us and uh, is also a good partner. So I'm, sorry, go ahead. Good. I was going to say, I'm looking, I'm doing the same thing uh -huh. you're doing. I'm looking at this uh, schedule of events. I'm looking at these other brochures that you sent me. And uh, I'm not surprised that the, uh, the items that you have listed are as eclectic as your partners. So it looks like you've got a historical film festival. You've got another one that looks like uh, a version of America's Funniest Home Videos, which I think you'd mentioned before the sh show started recording. And then I'm looking at some of these events, and you've got like an atlatl demonstration. You've got uh, Does Nature Love You Back? You've got uh, Fur and Fevers. Man, you got all kind. You're all over the, the map. It seems like there's something for everybody in your, your calendar of events. Well, we try to have programs in the four pillars, as I mentioned, the arts, education, faith, and recreation. But guess what? You know, that's big enough to drive a truck through. I You're mean, right. that really encompasses a lot. So we do have a lot of freedom in that regard. And um, the Pickwick Theater in uh, Syracuse is who we partner with on our America's Funniest Home Videos. So we have a lot of fun with that. It's a couple of the uh, kids that graduated from Wallace High School are the ones that take all the videos and put them together. 
And uh, we have prizes associated with that. It's a lot of fun. I like this right in the center of the brochure. It says, this is your chance to be a star. (laughs) So, folks... (laughs) You've heard it here. If you want to be a star, send your videos up to Syracuse. Well, and and I'm I'm looking at 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 September, which is loaded, and it looks like there's a lot of history in September. I I fancy myself a history buff when I have time to actually pay attention. Um, But with the partners that you've had, you mentioned the Historical Society, but also the library system, especially up there in the northeastern part of the county. What's the driver of so many of these different ones in September? It's a very busy month for you in September with what you have here. Well, the um, Syracuse Historical uh, Museum um, is, so we've had a three-day series there. And this year, it's what, August August 30th, August 31st, September 1. That September 1 program is a Saturday program. It's outside at the WACF, Wallace Area Conservancy Foundation location. And it's really focused on kids, children, and family. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a, uh, a walk-up type environment where we have different tents and different booths and people can uh, – come up, they can bring artifacts. Maybe they have a arrowhead or some something that looks old and they want to bring that in and say, well, what is this? And so we have people there that can look at that and they're, they're expert in that area. So uh, did that? Yep. No, that's, that's, that's perfect. So um, the one program, uh, everybody says they love nature, but does nature love you back? Right. And that's kind of the, the preface to the, uh, to that program. But it's two people that um, are very tied into nature, either in terms of growing their own food or using medicine, using nature as medical capabilities. And uh, so that that this is the second time we've done something with them, and it's always very popular. Which, uh, as you have done these over time, because uh, Chautauqua, the Wawasee chapter has been around for how long? We were created when Oakwood Park, which was historically since 1893, was a church-owned organization that had a lot of summer camp uh, capabilities. And um, the origins of Chautauqua in general actually also included Sunday school teacher training, which was done in the summer. And so with the merger of the Methodist and the EUB, Evangelical United Brethren Church, uh, it turned out there were two summer camps up there. One was in Epworth Forest in North Webster and our, our camp in uh, Syracuse. And so they go, we don't need both organizations. We don't need camps. So one of them had to, had to go away or, or morph into something else. And um, so during that transition from being a church-owned park, and it's a park-like setting on the lake in, in uh, Wawasee, um, they looked at that and they go, you know what? This looks like a Chautauqua. I mean, you have a beautiful setting like all the Chautauquas have around North America. And uh, why don't we, when we transition to a private organization, namely Oakwood Resort, uh, why don't we try to keep the spirit of the area alive by having creating a Chautauqua? So to an- a long answer to your question, but that was in 2014. Okay. Well, and you asked, answered a question I was going to ask, which is when I'm in the Oakwood, I see those pictures of the groups 
along the hallway. Those are that's the the camps. Those yes, are the camps exactly. of the people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So Fantastic. been around since 2014. My my question then was going to be, uh, you got the four pillars as, and I'm going to use your verbiage, big enough to drive a truck through. Um, but which one of those pillars is the easiest to find activities and things for, and which one's the most difficult? You know, arts, education, faith, recreation. Which one is the easiest to find things to do year after year, and which one is not so much? Great question. And we're, we try to balance this as we plan every year. And the ones we have the hardest time with will probably surprise you is recreation. I wondered. I mean, why couldn't we have a recreation program? Well, the answer is there's so many other organizations that are trying to do that. And so um, this year, and it's kind of a, well, 2024, a program we're planning for 2024 is recreation. May not sound like recreation, but we're going to have a dog parade. <laughs> Does that sound like recreation? I, you know what? It probably is for the dogs at least. So, But who doesn't have a dog? Who doesn't want to have fun? I mean, you know, the other pillar, if you will, that we try to fit into is fun. You know, we want to have fa- – it's family-oriented fun. And so um, in any event, so we uh, – one of our board members is familiar with a dog parade that they had in Zionsville. Mm-hmm. And we go, well, why don't we do one here? And uh, so that will be something we probably do around 4th of July in 2024. You, you try it once, and if it doesn't work, you go, all right, we'll find something else. But there's no harm in trying to see what happens out exactly, there. Right. Exactly, yeah. And almost everything we do doesn't take a lot of money to do. You know, most of it is promotion and getting the word out in terms of what the event is. In the case, one of the most expensive ones we do actually is the film festival because we have uh, – the two fellows that put the film together, we pay them quite a bit. And then the awards that we uh, offer up, it's not like America's Funniest Home Video. They're not $10,000, but it's uh, dramatically uh, lower than that. But it's still, it takes money. So when did you become um, uh, a member of this or participant in this? I grew, my grandmother uh, grew up in Mentone the other end of the county here. And so I lived in, grew up in Dayton, and we would come up and spend the month of August. She had a cottage in Oakwood. And so Oakwood kind of got in my heart at that point. And so when I ultimately retired, I wanted to be here. So I've lived in Dayton. I've lived in Columbia, South Carolina. I actually moved here from Washington, D.C. And um, I retired and you I play golf and the other but at the end of the day you look in the mirror and you want to feel like you've accomplished something you want to feel good about something and golf doesn't answer that call so volunteering and spending time doing something for the community was really uh, kind of what drove me and the other thing that really drove me that I failed at horribly was I wanted to bring technology my whole career has been computer and software type things. And I thought, you know, maybe I could help Kosciuszko County, you know, build those type of technology jobs. And uh, I haven't been very successful at that. So any event, can we edit that part out? <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> announce that to the world. Yeah, well, you know, hey, it is what it is. So. I don't know. Well, you're I halfway... tried to work with Rob and, you know, a lot of people here in the county. There's right. a couple of small businesses, but it just, I don't know, enough. 
you're halfway through your event schedule. So uh, the, the other half of the event schedule uh, looks like you have something coming up next week, end of next week. Yeah. Uh, memory lane, walk down memory lane. That is, we kind of have a hidden agenda on that one. So this year we're going to show three historic films. One of them is a uh, individual in a boat driving around with a camera driving around the shoreline taking video, what we used to call home movies, of the shoreline. The second video that we're going to show is the Sphinx Hotel. Those that are familiar with Wallace C, the biggest building on the lake is Sphinx Hotel, which, you know, back in the day had Al Capone and a lot of not- notorious people that were there. But it's a marketing film that was put together to create interest for the Smake Hotel. The third um, film that we're going to show is a um, – I've lost my train of thought. The third one we're going to – oh, is the Chinese Memorial Garden that was kind of in its heyday in the late 50s on the lake there. But somebody had put a lot of money putting a Chinese garden-type environment and then it, after showing those three films, we're going to have an open microphone with a microphone police there to keep people to five minutes to talk about memories. And this is going to be captured as oral history. This was actually partially funded by the Indiana Historical Society. And, but the purpose of this year is to have you and anybody that's got old home movies look in their closet, look in the attic, look in the basement, wherever you keep the old home, and bring those to the museum, and we will take those from the old media, whatever that that is, whether that's 8-millimeter, 16-millimeter VHS tapes, and we will put that on new media. And again, we're capturing life, you know, while people are still here to live and talk about it. So uh, we're excited. So this could be an annual multi-year event. It just depends What's going to come out of the woodwork? Uh, I've contacted Lily's, of course, which probably has some old movies, and I haven't made, I haven't got heard back from them yet. But we have already got a couple of films that uh, people have uh, provided to us. So I think it's a pretty cool event. So and I'm- it turns out a lot of our audience tends to be, you know, people that are retired, senior citizens. You know, we try to target families, but a lot of times we get asked for historical things more than anything, history programs. So we've had this digging through history program, which last year was mostly about Native Americans. And we've learned that the Native American community really doesn't want, they want Native Americans to be involved in Native American programs, not people like, you know, white Anglo-Saxon men. So how do you so this this uh, walk down memory lane is a good example. You're you're wanting the wanting the movies, wanting the people to bring stuff. Um, how do you get that word out? And and what can the community do to help you get the word out on events that to try and get people again outside of their work lives more involved in some things around here? Well, we do a lot of promotion. We have WNIT TV mm-hmm. in South Bend has come down for four events for the last 12 months and our old fashioned Christmas event, they've come to that three years to promote that. And, uh, experience Michiana is the program that we end up being on for the art festival. They were down this year for that. Uh, we have a taps across the water event every year on Memorial day weekend. 
and we get 30 buglers and position them around three lakes, uh, Syracuse Lake, Papakichi, and Lake Wawasee, and then in synchrony, all play taps at 9.09 at night. And um, so that's another one that WNITs come back. But we do a lot with Facebook. We do a lot of local advertising in Fort Wayne, in South Bend. Times Union uh, is also a good partner of ours. They have a Chautauqua article almost uh, at least once a month of the kinds of, of our programs. And again, the social media helps get the word out. And um, we have a, a pretty good mailing list that we send information to, to retirement communities, as an example. If you had a if you had a wish list uh, regarding Chautauqua, and this could be about programs that you wanted to bring or getting different and more people groups involved, Mark, what would be at the top of the wish list if you could if you could have one thing to help out in in some area? What would that be? What 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 do you what's your glaring need? What are you missing right now? I would like people to be willing to travel a little more. And I'm thinking from Warsaw, which I drive here every day, almost every other day, which is a 20, 25-minute drive. But we don't get enough Warsaw people coming to Syracuse. We don't get them not eight miles away North Webster. You know, I don't know why people are so um, cocooned, if you will. And maybe, it's, maybe we're not bringing something compelling enough I don't know, but we had Abigail Adams this year, and Martha Washington can come up, did a fabulous program, free to attend, and, uh, you know, 90% of the people, despite we got the word out really well on that, most of them were, 70% were probably Syracuse, and then you get some Milford, and you get some Fort Wayne, and some others, but, you know, I'd like our footprint to be extended, and that's why we advertise in a number of uh, e-newsletters from Visit Indiana, which is out of Indianapolis. We have board members that uh, are living in Indianapolis, and they constantly say, we got to do more in Indianapolis. So I mentioned earlier we advertise in the Hamilton County, a couple different Hamilton County publications with Zionsville, Carmel, and, uh, you know, that area. So, uh, you know, what's a day trip? Coming from it's two hour drive from Zionsville from Carmel up here. Any any thought of uh, making one of these uh, a road show in itself? So a road trip down to somewhere else or setting up shop on, you know, the same one. So for example, stories of the Miami people. Now Miami people covered a large part of northern Indiana. Is that something you could take on the road and do it in uh, Etna Green or Warsaw or any na- name any place? Or are you really trying to keep this home base in Syracuse? I hadn't thought of that. I like that idea. I really do. We tend to just think of them as one-off programs, but taking something on the road is something we ought to consider. I keep looking for a what I call a head-turning event that we bring somebody here, and we've got one, I think, uh, for next year, which I'm not going to share with you now. But I'd like an event we could have the Mock Center, you know, that we could justify, you know, renting the Mock Center here and filling it with some kind of a program. And we've got money. We could bring in, you know, somebody 25. So Drew Brees was an idea we had. Drew Brees married a woman from Wallasee High School, went to Purdue, you know, why wouldn't Drew Brees want to come back here? 
So I won't go into details of that, but we were unable to get his his private jet to get here. It was like twenty five thousand just for the jet portion. So any event. Well, it's interesting. I you know honestly, if I if I can show my ignorance, uh, I can say right here in front of uh, God and everybody I had no idea this existed. So what does that say? And, you know, I'm hosting the po- Clear the Kosciuszko podcast. I had no idea. I've learned quite a bit in this so far. But then again. If I don't, then I'm sure there's a whole host of others that probably fall yep. into that camp as well. So uh, keep keep up are. the work. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. And keep up the ideas. I mean, I I also didn't know that you guys had this event schedule. This looks fantastic. Yeah. Well, let me mention this. So we have an e-newsletter that might help you two gentlemen um, become more familiar with us. So if, they, if you send an email to me at info at chautauquawoc.org or send one to me m-k-n-e-c-h-t at c-h-q-w.org that's less than chautauquawoc easier to spell it has to be put on our e-newsletter we have five annually and each newsletter has five points so we're not bombarding anybody's email and uh, it's very succinct and it's just making you aware of the uh, programs that we've got coming up. Well, Mark, we're, we're, we're getting to the, uh, getting to the 30 minute end of, of our podcast here or getting close to it. And, and we haven't talked much about, about you, uh, about, um, you know, we're, the, the whole focus of this podcast is doing things out of outside of your quote work life. And, uh, your work life is a lot wrapped up into this. So, what, what what do you like to do when you are trying to get away? And I mean, you want folks to come do this when they're getting away from their work lives. What uh, what things in the county do you like? What do you think is a hidden gem here that uh, takes up your time outside of Chautauqua? Well, I can answer that two ways. The the so yes, Chautauqua has turned into more than a full time job for me. I mean, it really has. And so part of my um, responsibility as the president of the organization is to get somebody that's going to take over for me. And I would like that to happen within a year or two, frankly. So as I mentioned earlier, I play golf quite a bit at Tippy, and a bunch of, um, you know, guys my age, we get together and play, you know, two or three times a week and uh, just came here. But, you know, when you ask about kind of a best-kept secret, um, you know, you think about a restaurant or a location or shopping or something like that. I think what people here don't realize, and I've lived in Washington, I've lived in a lot of different places, is the patriotism and community foundation, community sense that this area has and the family orientation of it. And a lot of people just kind of blow that off. I think they go, oh, isn't, doesn't everybody have that? You know, no, they don't. And the patriotism in this part of the country and respect for veterans in this part of the country is outstanding. And it's, it, it is unique from the areas that I've lived. And so uh, that's one thing that I do really appreciate here. And we try to contribute to that, as I mentioned, with the TAPS program and uh, everything we do around Memorial Day weekend and uh, July 4th. What's the best? What's the best golf course in the county? I'm pretty limited in that. I have. What's the one Stonehenge down here? I've only played Stonehenge once, okay. so I'm going to have to say Tippy. Okay. All right. 
I enjoy Max Walton on rare, rare, rare occasions, rare occasions. but uh, Tippy's in pretty good shape. Good. All right. Well, we ask every one of our guests here a signature question. Uh, so everybody has to answer this question. Oh, no. My buddy Jody here is the, the king in asking the questions, so I'm going to turn it over to him as we kind of wrap this up. So this is the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. So what we want to know is what does Clearly Kosciuszko mean to you? You know, when I hear the word clearly, I think of it in a decision context. You know, clearly, this is the best pass. Clearly, it's something, something. I think clearly Kosciuszko could be, um, you know, clearly this is a great place to live, visit, work, and raise a family, and maybe even add to that a great place to start a business. And... um I just, I, I believe that. I think this is a great place, you know, to visit, live, work, and raise a family and start a business. And uh, the community support from the KCCF Community Foundation and organizations like KEDCO uh, that clearly is very much a part of really makes it happen. And uh, I think the community involvement here is the other thing. I mean, we couldn't function without volunteers. And we're 100% volunteer-driven. And uh, if we don't have people that are willing, you know, to engage and participate in volunteer-type environments, it wouldn't happen. So um, thank you to the community for that. Well, and I will say, you know, with given that answer, you know, clearly a good place to live, raise a family, and even start a business. Honestly, Jody, I, I would say this is part of the reason that that answer exists is because there's things like this to do with the family outside of your outside of your work outside of that business building uh so kudos to you kudos to chautauqua keep up keep up the good work yeah thank, thank you, you for what you're doing thanks for this opportunity to share uh, what we do we really appreciate it so i'm going to point out that uh, they've got uh, jody said it you're about halfway through the events uh, two events in august august 5th august 31st uh, one of those is the film festival. A lot of historical things there as we get into that Labor Day weekend of September. So September 1st and 2nd. Then we've got uh, September 9th and the 28th. Then you go dormant during October. We're an agricultural community after all. We've got to get harvest in sometime. And then we go back to November, the old-fashioned Christmas. You mentioned WNIT has been down to cover that. Does nature love you back? Uh, lots of good opportunities for everybody to get involved. How do they reach out? How do they get involved? How do they find out? Book and all of that, Mark. So our website, www.chautauquawawasee.com, is, uh, .org, I'm sorry, .org, is one way. And as I mentioned earlier, um, contact us to get on our e-newsletter. And um, and we have a Facebook site. If you go to Facebook and you can go to YouTube and see some of the uh, film festivals that we've actually done in the past, which are kind of fun. But uh, so we have a YouTube. Go there and scan for Chautauqua Wallace. Facebook Chautauqua Wallace. Yeah, and if you want to be a star, get <laughs> your videos into the Chautauqua Film Festival by July 29th, and shoot them landscape, not. Portrait, oh, here please. we go. Here we go. Shoot them. requirements. Yeah, shoot them. Requirements. Well, it's not a requirement. It's just better that way. And that but. filming is going to be August 5th at the Pickwick. Correct. At the Pickwick. Yeah. Everything's free to attend. Everything's free except the awards. We're giving out money to uh, five different categories of award winners. 
All right. Well, Mark, thank you for stopping by on the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast today. It's been uh, it's been wonderful for me learning something new. Never too old to learn. Here I am learning something new about this organization. So, Mark, thanks for being here. Jody, as always, thanks for stopping by and helping to host the podcast. Folks, get on the Tippecanoe River, tippyriveradventures.com. We'll be floating down the Tippecanoe River all the way through the first weekend in October. Shameless plug. Thanks to the Convention and Visitors Bureau and, of course, to KEDCO. Next episode drops in two weeks. We'll be broadcasting here from Dream On Theaters in that one as well. Until then, have a great rest of your week. Clearly, Kosciuszko is a countywide voice created in partnership between the Lilly Center for Lakes and Streams, Kosciuszko County Convention and Visitors Bureau, Kosciuszko Chamber of Commerce, and the Kosciuszko Economic Development Corporation. If you're seeking a day trip or a weekend getaway, a place to start your business, or a flexible location for a corporate conference, Clearly Kosciuszko will connect residents and visitors with the right resource throughout the county. Thanks for listening.